I'm bursting with excitement though. Dude, I worked so hard and there's like <laughs> barely anything on the screen. Do you have feedback? I don't have any feedback. Do we have feedback? I didn't pay attention that much. So no, I don't think I've got feedback. To be honest, I pretty much went dark on social media the past week. So I have no idea what's been going on. I also haven't been uh, online much. I did send out some stickers and uh, that's on their way to a few select listeners and friends of the show. Hmm. Um, That's pretty much the only feedback I've got really. So um, if a follow-up falls on the Twitter and no one's there to hear it, I guess um, the follow-up didn't happen. Come to our Slack. (laughs) Yes, we do have a Slack community now yes we have decided that we are going to be much more active on slack because like we've mentioned beforehand daniel and i talk a whole lot of nonsense in between a whole lot of productivity stuff and uh, that always used to happen on skype um which at my previous place of employment was fine because everyone else was on skype as well uh (laughs) unfortunately now it's turned out that i only speak to daniel on skype so it's a bit weird being there to speak to just one person Um, So I thought, you know what, maybe we should try get a Slack because it's much nicer and you can do cool uh, reaction GIFs that you can customize and not just pre-baked ones. And then I sort of thinking, would it be nice if we sort of start building a community thing for makers? Because uh, something Daniel discussed with me, he wants to work towards. And uh, I think it's a good move. I'm uh, excited to see where it goes. Yeah, so I guess because it's episode 10... Um, we, uh, kind of discussed, we didn't really discuss any details, but what we did say is we're going to each on our own kind of make a list of what we want to get out of the show. Like what is our, um, long-term goals and, um, the results that we want from relatively productive and then compare notes and, uh, see where we're at and where we're going. Do you have, uh, did you do your homework? Uh, Well, we only discussed this homework earlier today, but yes, actually I did do my homework. Well done. (laughs) It was difficult for me. Points. (laughs) You get a gold star. Yes, I love the gold star. (laughs) Um, Like I said to you, this this thought of doing this made me cringe on the inside. Um, So that's probably an indication that it's something I should do because it's not something I usually do. So I decided to play along. And I've come up with five things, the five-point plan, which isn't that at all, but it sounds cool to say that always. All right. um, do you want me to just start or do we take turns? What's the, what's uh, the plan here? I don't know yet, actually. I haven't thought that far. <laughs> I've, I've got six <laughs> points, so I win. Oh, yeah. so. oh it's better. <laughs> I'm going to add coffee to mine then. I've also got six. <laughs> all right. uh, yeah, we can either alternate one by one or uh, you can go through your list and I can go through my list. I'm I'm actually not sure what the best format is. Uh, I think I'll just go through mine and then we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Mine's really short as well. So yeah, that, mine's, that mine's pretty short as well. So... Yeah, let's do it. Um, okay, so for me, the first thing is I appreciate thinking about how I use my time. And I find that having the show as a constant part of my life, it's a good reminder that I sort of can't get away from in a, the best of ways. So I find that's useful for me. Also, things like the Observation Club, it's very useful, where I get to set new habits or we get to set new habits with other people. And uh, that sort of keeps us accountable and it keeps us more responsible to actually follow up on it and not just be something that we say we do and then we just leave it. 
also the community thing around it is really cool i think we can do some really cool stuff with that i have been involved with a couple of bigger communities back in the day and i would like to get some sort of a support system going again because i think there's a lot of like scattered communities out there where people are just trying to leech off each other and no one's really just focused on providing value and seeing where that goes so i think that's interesting i also find that this is sort of the easier version of blogging. <laughs> so it's a concise way for me to gather my own thoughts and to bounce them off of you and other people who are interested in the same kind of things. And it's not as painful as blogging and thinking about it for weeks and weeks. It's just I can speak my mind more freely. Um, and in that same note, it's also valuable to teach me to speak better because it's not a skill that I've ever really developed. So I think if you go listen back to the first episode, you'll already see I'm doing it much better, not falling over my words the whole time anymore. So progress. Uh, and finally, the mentor-mentee relationship at a distance, both with you and with some of our listeners, uh, I find that very interesting. And I think that there's a lot of value there and it's difficult to get that going, especially in a genuine kind of way where people don't expect anything. So I, I think we're doing something cool. Yeah, so um, we actually hit a lot of the same points, um, which is amazing. Yes. Yeah, which is really, really cool. Um, I think what I'll do is I'll start with the ones that I've got that's a little bit different. Yeah. One of the biggest things for me is to leave a like a digital audio journal for everything that we've accomplished um and for the whole journey that we're on and the main reason i want that is to leave that for my kids um so that one day at the moment i only have the one daughter but i mean in the future there might be more kids um but it's something that i want to leave behind and even when i'm not there anymore one day they can listen to it and hear their dad you know listen to what we went through and kind of how we built the lives that we ultimately lived. Um, and I think that's pretty cool. That's an awesome one. It's basically a way for me to be immortal, I guess. <laughs> and uh, Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I should have chosen that as well. Now I get to die like a peasant. <laughs> well, I'm taking you with me on this immortality journey. So you're getting it as well. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's like a audio journal. That's that's one of the big things for me. Yeah, so that's that's the one thing that's um, that's different. And the other thing that I have on my list is I try very hard to be a positive person. Um, so I need to constantly catch myself um, not to lean towards the negative. Um, so this is helping me, like you said, um, intentionally uh, thinking about stuff and framing things in your mind. Um, the podcast helps me to cultivate a positive mindset. So it forces me to think about things in a positive light. Um, then the other things that I have on my list, which is very similar to your stuff, is um, I want to build something that betters people's lives and adds value to their lives. And that's the community. So I really want to add um, add value to, to other people's lives in that way. Um, it's a way to reflect and figure out ways to better myself as a person, which you also had. Um, and then the other thing I have on my list is accountability. Um, and then my underlying theme for everything that I'm kind of doing now going forward is for fulfillment. So everything that I attempt or work on or in some way or form, it needs to provide fulfillment in my life. Because um, 
that's something that that you can build over time and um at the end of my life i want to i want to look back and think you know what I, i lived a full life yeah i did everything that i wanted to do i started that podcast and i took that podcast to 200 episodes you know <laughs> 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 um i don't want to uh, usually people say i don't want regrets on my on my deathbed but um it's not about regrets everyone has regrets it's about the positive needs to outweigh the negative i want to be fulfilled you know um i guess that's what it comes down to for me yeah that's fair enough yeah so that's my list so we've got similar things i think yeah, um, yeah. which is good because that makes the rest easy <laughs> basically all we need to do is just combine that into one thing that is what is the purpose of relatively productive what is the purpose of relatively productive so i mean definitely from what we've said now it's community and adding value i can agree with that yeah so i think we both we're both on board with those two um i did i had a few questions like um prompt questions that we could run through to facilitate this whole thing but i don't think we need it because uh <laughs> i was expecting us to have different lists oh, right, yeah. of things and then to figure out a joint purpose you have to run through these exercises like these questions that make get you thinking all oh, right and now i don't think it's needed actually <laughs> fair enough yeah so i'm i'm throwing out a lot of stuff in in my life and changing things and i've done away with some habits Oh, trying to do well there's no getting rid of habits there's only replacing habits with new ones so i've been trying to revise everything in my life and reassess where i am at now and where i am going and then i happened to come across uh the rpm system that um tony robbins created and i did some digging into that stuff and some of it's really cool some of it i mean i'll probably not use but there's a lot of stuff in there that's kind of sometimes you you just need a tool to point you in a direction fair enough and then things kind of just snowball from there does rpm stand for anything i'm not i don't know what it is at all yes it does stand for something relatively productive mindset <laughs> no it's a rapid planning method all right all right but before you get to the whole rapid planning method which is just um I'll 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 talk about that shortly it's it's interesting remember i told you the other day i'm doing away with to-do lists oh yeah yeah that's that's part of it i forgot you went crazy he lost his mind why am i even here recording this i'm throwing out a lot of stuff and and rethinking why i do things and why i do things the way that i do them so i'm i'm rebuilding everything from the ground up <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a new house of daniel yes i am breaking it down and laying a new foundation and then we'll build something on top of that this has been a long time coming um i've noticed over the years that i've picked up a lot of things that i just do without thinking yeah same and one of those things is to-do lists and i'll i'll touch on that shortly let's first touch on so there's a big part of the rapid planning method which is just about defining your vision and your purpose well i know we've talked about purpose in the previous uh episode yes but it kind of gives you prompts like these questions that you can ask to define your purpose um like figure out what it is and then that's something you work at so it's not something you write down and you leave it like that's something you revisit uh, okay. all the time yeah so it's kind of like you have that that big doc that you also review every um 
few months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like that. So I'm trying to see what is, what are the rules that govern my life? You know, what are, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and where am I going? You know, like all of that stuff. And not just doing what I think I should be doing because I've been doing it for so long now. Yeah. I mean, that, that goes to the core of things like I am a programmer, but, but that doesn't define me. That's just something that I can do. That's a skill that I have. Yeah. I'm more than just a programmer. I mean, I've got a lot of other skills, which I'm not utilizing to the, the level that I can be to make my life great. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, so this stuff, this rapid planning method has this whole thing where it takes you through defining your driving force and you define what is your vision, what is your purpose, and then what is your identity. And then you set a code of contact for yourself and then you list out your values and rules. Um, and then that's kind of that package is something that you review like every few months and you go through it. Like, is this still the vision that I'm working towards? Yeah. Do I still resonate with this? Like, do I need to revise anything? What is my purpose? Is this still resonating with it? Is there anything I can add here now? Is there stuff I can take away? Um, you know, so you keep working through that. Um, so it's like a, I want to say style guide. <laughs> no, that's my observation club. You can't, you can't talk about style guide. Oh, that, that's where, <laughs> that's why the word popped into my, okay. No, it's fine. No, I'll just say it here because it's the perfect place. Um, okay, okay, okay. A couple of days ago, I found the style guide by MailChimp somehow. Yes. And it's an amazing style guide. And that sort of sparked a lot of things in my mind where half of my documents are pretty much just style guides for me, mm -hmm. like how I want to behave in certain environments and which way I want to conduct business in and, and that kind of thing. Um, so that sort of got me thinking that I want to work towards a more formalized style guide and I might even make some of it public on my blog because um, it's going to be the style guide for House of Jacob. And in the digital age, I mean, we're all on digital devices and social media and whatever all the time. I think it would just be genuinely useful to have a style guide so that you don't sound like a crazy person. But yeah, it ties in very nicely with what you just said, where you have to sort of define these things and you work at them. And as you change, they will change. But just having that structure and that framework there will influence you in great ways. Right. Oh, that's very cool. Actually, I'll go check out that style guide. Um, yeah, so... So some of these questions, I'll just, I'll just highlight some of these questions in each of the sections. Yeah. Kind of to give an idea of the things that it gets you thinking about. Um, so for defining your vision, you ask yourself questions like, um, so it starts with, if all of a sudden you had uh, the energy again, like you were a little kid and the journey had just begun, what would you be excited to tackle? What would get you up early and keep you up late at night? What would your life be about? What does the vision look like? If you had no fear of moving forward, what would you do in your life? What challenges might you be excited to overcome? Um, so it's, it's things like that. So yeah. getting yourself in that mindset of like, if money was not an issue and no is not an answer you're going to get, like, what are you going to do? Like what <laughs> sparks joy for you? My answer to that would, I would just be at university for the rest of my life. I would have all the degrees humanly possible <laughs> and I'd probably work on side projects in between. That 
does sound amazing. <laughs> Cull Newport version yeah, 2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to learn adult stuff. That's it. Same for me. Um, I just, I would just be doing research all day, every yeah. day, and building cool exactly. stuff. That's, yeah, that would be my life. <laughs> um, that's just a few of these. I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, then for defining your purpose, that's stuff like just write a short piece of why must you achieve this vision? What's your why? So your your vision is where you're going and then your purpose is why you're doing it. Like, why do you want to, why do you be want to be in university forever and build cool <laughs> stuff? Because I think I'll enjoy it more than anything else. Right. Well, that's, you know, that is fine. You know, if that is if that motivates you then that's your purpose yeah well it, it that's just energizing for me so if i'm in that constantly i can't see the downside yeah uh and then it takes you through stuff like write down what your ideal day looks like and then what's something that you can do for hours without getting bored or exhausted programming <laughs> Yeah, and then how can you find a way to make it a permanent part of your life? <laughs> Get a job as a programmer. <laughs> and then is it possible to turn it into your career? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, so so stuff like that. So, I mean, it's pretty simple, but if you're very lost, like these things help. I'm just joking. Yeah, but yeah, yeah there, there are some things I would I would change. And it, it also touches on stuff like what are what are things that you're bad at? Oh, a lot. Public speaking for one. Yeah, and actually going through that stuff and like, um, what are skills that you can work at and uh, and improve? Like list out that stuff. So you actually have, you know, you know what? Like you said, like we both can improve on on being better speakers. Yeah. Right? You know, that's something that I wrote down as one of my skills that I can improve. And it's good to have that written down somewhere because that means that you notice that and you realize that's something you have to work on. So you're going to make a change. Yeah, yeah. Where if you don't take the time to go through this stuff, then, you know, you won't know. You're just going to default on, on everything in your life. Then it goes through the my identity stuff. So the cool thing with this is what it has you do is list out the roles that you fill in your life. For me, for instance, it's father, um, husband, son, brother. I am the provider for the family. I have friends, so I have I'm, I have a role as best friend. I know you don't have friends, so you can leave that one out. Okay, yeah. But um, <laughs> um, so actually list out all of the roles that you play on a day-to-day -day basis. All of the hats you wear. All the yeah. hats that you wear, exactly. And then you kind of link that stuff. So you remember where in the past we talked about um, the categories that we, the buckets that we put our, our time in and the areas of life that we track. Yeah. So this system takes it one step further where you link roles to those categories. Oh, I see. Yeah. So you can have multiple categories per role. For instance, um, being the provider of the family, right? Provider touches on career stuff. It touches on finances. It touches on... So that's also where you need to try to think like, okay, you want to define your roles, but you also don't want a role to be in every single category. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of power of taking that extra abstraction into the roles um, and being more aware of not just where your time is going, but is the time being spent by the correct role? that you need to fulfill that's actually what it comes down to that makes a lot of sense and then as the part of the my identity has um what is it that you stand for in your life forget your past who are you now 
whoever you decided to become. So it gives you like a free pass of forget your past. Like, who do you want to be? I like that. And that makes it so much easier to answer the who are you question because it takes, it releases you from all of your history, everything that you've done already. And you can decide what is your new identity? Like, who, who am I now? And then the code of conduct just kind of brings everything together. So then you just, um, you write down what emotions, emotional states, or virtues are you committed to practicing and living each day? And then my values and rules is everything that's most important in your life. And then you compare them. So you say, what's more important, this or this? And then you order them in an order from most important to least important. Oh, okay. And then you create rules for each value by asking yourself, what has to happen in order for me to feel this? So it makes you think about your values, but it also makes you think about what are the triggers for you to live out these values. Yeah. This part I haven't gotten as far yet, so I'm kind of reaching into my future here and, and kind of <laughs> looking at what's to come. But yeah, I'm, I'm working through this stuff and it's useful. It's like a guide to, to getting the house of Daniel in order. Then the rest of this RPM system is defining your categories of improvement, which is the stuff that we talked about in the past, your buckets. That's just the areas of your life that you want to track. Um, so this is where it starts getting into new territory <laughs> of me getting rid of to-do lists. Ah. So this system has a thing where like with the getting things done system, you have an inbox. Yeah. So you capture things all the time. You capture stuff that goes into those one big master list. Then every week you go um, and you go through that list and then you categorize every single thing into one of your categories of improvement. So one of your life areas and you assign a role to it. So you say okay. this role has to complete this in this category. Yeah. And then you group everything together by the category of improvement. And then you create chunks of tasks that go together that will drive a specific result that you want to get done. The result is to get the relatively productive dashboard out by a specific date, right? That's the result. But to get to that result, there's a bunch of stuff I need to do. So all of that stuff that I need to do, that goes into my capture list, right? Yeah. So now I group it together into the project, the category, and the role. Then you chunk all of that stuff into uh, what they call a, a RPM block. So that's a rapid planning method block. So this block contains similar items that drives one specific result. Okay. Then you commit to doing that by a specific date. So that chunk of, you know, four hours or whatever, you also put estimates to each item. So each item gets an estimate and then you get an estimate for the entire chunk, the entire block. And then you commit that block to a specific day in your week. Now here's where it gets interesting. You only have to do the 20% of those items that will get you 80% of the results. Okay. You don't do everything in that chunk. That's the moment yeah. you get 80% of the results, you say that this block, this RPM block, it's done and you complete it. And the tasks that you haven't completed, you let them go. <laughs> if it's important, you'll add it into your capture list again. Okay. I, that, that feels 
wrong in a lot of ways. If it's important enough, it'll go back into capture. You'll you'll say, you know what? Actually, next week when you're revising the plan again, yeah, this it needs to be done. It needs to go back. Let's add it back. We'll try and do it this week. But for last week, last week was a win because you did 20% of the work to get 80% of the results. Okay. <laughs> um this is going to get me over my fear of shipping things. This is going to get me over my perfectionism. I'm starting to see that now. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense for a certain type of person, um, especially if, you, if you're very perfectionistic about stuff. Yes. Um, I can definitely see that. For me, the way I use to-do lists, it's very unstructured. There's a couple of projects and there's an inbox and most of them go into the inbox because I can't be bothered. Um, now and again, I would actually put something in a project when it's working on something specific, like a blog post I want to do, or the app I've been writing the past couple of days. They, they're special enough to get their own project, but I put things in there. Almost all of them don't have a deadline. Almost all of them don't have a priority. <laughs> it's just, I don't care. Actually, when I need to get something done and it's really important, then I will go give it a priority of the top level priority. But that's the only one I use. It's either super important or not important. And if it's super important, it probably doesn't even have a date. But if I want to get myself to do it, I'll just make the date today so that if I'm not doing it today, I'll postpone it to tomorrow. And I keep doing that until I've gotten it done. And the rest of the time, if I don't know what I want to do, don't know what I'm supposed to do, go into the to-do list and I use my rule to pick a project that I want to work on that I feel I can make valuable progress in now. So it's like, oh, it's nine o'clock at night. It's probably not the best idea to be programming now because either I'm going to write really bad code or I'm going to be too interested in it and it's going to keep me up all night and I don't want that to happen. (laughs) So I know, okay, now is probably a better time to try and write something or if I've had a long day, I'm tired, I don't I don't feel up to my usual style guide writing self where it's kind of, you know, a bit funny, a bit humorous, a bit easygoing. If I don't think I'll be able to get something like that out now, I'll probably do research on one of the topics that are just in there, <laughs> in that huge list of things I still want to investigate. So that's kind of more the way I do it. And if any one of those things were to get lost, I would probably forget about them. And I would consider it a win maybe if I finished all of my to-dos in the list. Mm. But they're all in there at great effort because I don't like putting things in there in the first place. So (laughs) most of the bad ideas go into my field notes book. And if I don't, if I'm not bothered enough to take them from there to put them into my Todoist, then that's my sort of filtering what doesn't need to be done. The rest of them, if they're actually in there, they need to get done at some point. It's just the point when they get done is it doesn't really matter too much because when I need to work on it, I will work on it. Yeah. And that's a lot how my current system is as well. Um, But the difference is that it gives me anxiety. Oh yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I've got so many projects, my Todoist is insane. Um, I have a massive inbox backlog because I'm not getting through everything in my weekly reviews because I'm adding way too much stuff because I have so many projects going on. It's it's a mess. Um, and I constantly feel like everything in there needs to get done at some point. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not getting anything done because anxiety (laughs) (laughs) fair enough um so like i cannot remember the last time i finished the day and i was able to say today was a good day today was 
a productive day. What? Doesn't mean I wasn't. That's mind blowing to me. Doesn't mean I didn't get things done. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's because I got things done, but at the end of the day, I feel like I didn't get enough done. Wow. Because there's still fifty items left on my inbox on my on my task list. Well, yeah, I mean that's probably just the way your mind works then. Because for me, it's usually just I've got very basic things I need to do every day, and it's like I need to work on a project, I need to read, and <laughs> if I go to the gym, great success. Like today is. 110%. <laughs> Maybe I set the bar too low for myself. <laughs> no, I think you just have a very I think you've got a healthier way to look at it and I need to cultivate that healthier way to look at stuff. And a part of that for me is letting go. That makes sense now. Yeah, that makes sense. Cuz I am a perfectionist and I'm going to tinker on something forever until it is perfect. I do that as well, but I sort of split it into different parts. I go, okay, I've already spent an hour on this thing. The next hour is going to add almost zero <laughs> net gain. Mm. So I'm going to call it a day. Going to go MVPP and we get it out. Tomorrow I'll add a new task or right then I'll add a new task in my list without a date, without a priority to review that thing. Mm. And then if I still feel like reviewing it tomorrow, I'll probably do it tomorrow. But most of the time I don't feel like reviewing it tomorrow. So it's probably going to be a couple of weeks, maybe a month or two before I actually get back to it. And then with fresh eyes, it's so much easier to go in 10 minutes. Like, oh, yeah, it should just be like this. And then it's done. Yeah, I hear you. Hmm. This is this is interesting. Interesting. I didn't think we were going to have this type of discussion <laughs> today. I like I'll let it. you know how it goes. Um, at the moment, I'm still implementing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me know anything important you need to get done the next couple of days. Because <laughs> I feel like there might be some slippage. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry, don't worry. 80% of the results will be gotten. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm sure you got it. And maybe, who knows, if all of this falls flat, I might have to go back to paper and pen and bullet journaling. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible, we both know it. We both know we want to, but It we is can't. impossible. <laughs> oh, I've tried so many times. I'm so envious of people who can bullet journal oh, yes. consistently. Uh, same. It looks so nice. And people with like, they're so creative with the fonts and the yeah, headings. Cool. And Okay, anyway. Um, what else do we have on the agenda? Can we segue into the something? The dashboard. <gasps> is it time for the dashboard? Is it finally I, time for the dashboard? I think it is. It's time. It, it might be time. Let's get uh, Let's get live reaction. I Oh man, I hope it works. I haven't t- tested the sign up thing again. <laughs> future Jacob here. It wasn't time, (laughs) but now it might be time. Very cryptic. Yeah. So last time um, we tried to do a first impressions of the new dashboard and uh, it was broken. So (laughs) we couldn't really record anything. Um, It's now two weeks in the future, just about, and everything might be ready. We might have figured out a schedule that works. Yeah. Scheduling was a pain in the but this time around. <laughs> yeah, it, it really didn't work out that easily. And I'm looking at construction workers with uh, drills and stuff. Yeah, they, they're looking at me like, why is this guy in this glass box trying to record while we're drilling? <laughs> yeah, wow. That's what you signed up for. <laughs> is it? <laughs> okay, well, um, I guess we can just jump into it. Okay, uh, I, I'm on it. I see from last time, we didn't get very far last time. I saw a blank screen with a bigger than sign, which I still see. And now I see hello, comma. Yes. And a beautiful line. So you can... uh, Do I I put my name in the thing? I feel like I should put my name in there. You can put your name in there. 
Press enter, okay. Pressed it. Log in with Google Sign Up. I forget which one I do. Sign up, right? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yes, there we go. Okay, I have got a toggle API key. Put it in the thing. Press enter. Ooh, select the workspace. Good, good. I'm liking this. <laughs> press enter or click here. Okay, I will press enter. Ooh, now nothing. Yes. I like it. That's my, that's my favorite. Add a goal. Yes, let's do that. Uh, read every day for... Yeah, how, how does this thing know me? <laughs> <laughs> read every day for 60 minutes, my good friend. Watching time entries with a... Ooh, what do I have again? A project. I track projects. I forgot about that for a brief second. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm choosing one. Oh, dude, this is great. I love this. Save. Did I click it? I'm not sure. Okay, now I definitely clicked it. I see uh, basically my my dashboard, except it's nicer now. And I can hover and it does stuff. Describe to me what you're seeing right now, because obviously I don't know what, what you're seeing. Oh, right. Because there is more hidden functionality that only becomes ah. available if you have hit some goals and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah, I might, I might have to uh, use fake data because I haven't been hitting my goals for the past week <laughs> because I've been in the middle of nowhere. Okay, well, <laughs> you could add like a one-hour read session for tomorrow or something. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot that it uses the actual toggle thing, so I can just change it. Yeah. It's not like my API where I have to live with the pain of not meeting my goals. <laughs> Just get the toggle and add some dummy data. I'm sorry, toggle. I'm going to have to fake my own data. Well, just do it for tomorrow and then you can just delete it again. Uh, th- th- that's not a bad idea. Hmm. Or I can say I read for three hours yesterday. Okay, I'm going to give it a refresh with fake data. Ooh, there's a dot. Okay, so I see the weekdays. And then the one that I added fake data for has got a little dot next to it on the left-hand side. And if I hover it, I can see, ooh, the amount of minutes I read. Ooh, that's cool. Can I click stuff? No, no clicking. It's just hovering at this point. Okay, I like it. All right, so what, what else am I looking for here that's secret? Basically, at the moment, there's not much more that's secret. Um, aside from if you meet all of your goals for a day and you hover over it, that it's green. Ooh, let me add another goal. Yeah. Um, so if you failed the one, got the other one, then it won't be green. It'll be gray, but you'll have one dot. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. And it won't show that it completed that one for the day. So you only get a dot when you have completed a goal for the day. But if you hit all your goals for the day, that day becomes green on hover. Oh, I see. Yeah. Ah, oh, nice. I decided to have everything grayscale by default. Nice. And colors only come in when you hover. That's cool. I don't mind that at all, yeah. Um, I do have a, a lot of future stuff that I still want to implement um, along the lines of the life categories that we discussed. Yes. And I'm going to bring in a lot more colors there, but also only on hover. So it's going to be muted by default and on hover, colors are going to start coming in and, and that kind of stuff. Nice. Um, so this is basically it. There's not a lot to see. Okay, yeah. It's an easy introduction for people who want to get into the personal dashboard slash time tracking lifestyle. Yeah, I I wanted to keep it super, super simple, but also to keep it this minimal took a lot of time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really difficult to make something minimal look good, actually. The font's not the final font by a long shot. <laughs> there will never be a final font. <laughs> uh, I'll 
to be honest, I'm probably just going to select a bunch of fonts that, well, we both probably going <laughs> to select a bunch of fonts we like and have a drop down so the user can select their own fonts. Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely a requirement. I've gotten so used to Gotham, I need it in my life now. Yeah, so that's, that's going to be definitely one of the features we'll be implementing going forward. Um, at the moment, there's no deleting a goal, okay. but that will be added soon. There's also no editing a goal. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, the back end for that is there, so people can help if they want. Um, join our Slack, and then uh, we can discuss, divvy up some tasks. But it's fine. Um, probably, if you're listening to this, it's live. There'll be a link in the show notes where you can click on it and uh, go start doing a thing. It's not going to hold your hand at all at this point. <laughs> yeah, you're basically beta testing for us. So Yeah, there's there are no explanations. There are no... Like there's nothing here. It's literally just the goal tracking, the bare essentials. So if you have any questions or you want to know how this works, um, come join us on our Slack channel. We're happy to give you like a one-on-one -on -one demo or talk you through how this stuff works. Yes. All right. Hey, hey, Daniel. Hmm. I made a style guide. 